The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jane Jeff Cote and welcome to episode 18 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday we invite newsmakers on to our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with Kentucky Senator Rand Paul following another contentious debate with Dr. Anthony Fauci. But first, David Herring from Adagio Therapeutics, the company developing new COVID treatments. Take a listen. No one wants to be in year three of this pandemic, and with more mutations and possible variants of COVID in the future, my next guest says this administration needs to pivot and realize we need more than just vaccines. He says Omicron has made it clear we need treatment options that include antibiotics and antivirals, and he should know something about this because he was the former head of the mRNA team at Pfizer. David Herring joining us this morning here on the National Desk. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. You're currently the chief operating officer at Adagio Therapeutics, a company dedicated to developing an antibody solution to COVID. And we can talk more about that in a moment. First, though, I want to talk about the vaccines because you've got a long history of working for Big Pharma. What do you make of where we are right now in terms of the vaccines and how some of these variants have been able to evade them? Yeah, I mean, first, I mean, having vaccines within 10 months of this pandemic was a heroic effort and something that has never been done in, in humankind. So I, I will start there. Unfortunately, the vaccines aren't enough. We can't vaccinate our way out of this pandemic. As we've seen, the virus is an elusive threat, uh, a foe that continues to evolve. And we've seen that the vaccine's effectiveness against some of these variants, namely the Omicron variant, aren't as strong as they were against the original strain. David, I want you to take a listen to what Pfizer's CEO said in regards to a timeline for a vaccine targeting the Omicron variant. Let's take a listen together. We are working on a new version of our vaccine, a version that will be effective against Omicron as well. The hope is that we will achieve something that will have way, way better uh, protection. This vaccine will be ready in uh, March. Uh, I don't know if we will need it. I don't know if and how it will be used but we'll be ready. He says what we're going to have is going to be way, way better. What I find interesting about this, David, is that, as you mentioned, if we continue to lean on the vaccine options, should Americans expect to receive a new vaccine every time a new variant mutates? Well, that is a great question. Uh, certainly, we don't know, but we're already on dose three of most of the vaccines, and you know we're headed towards a fourth. I know countries like Israel have already put in a, a four shot, you know, sort of booster number two. I think that that's uh, unfortunately the only solution that we've been given so far. And, you know, one of the reasons that I uh, joined Adagio was to provide other solutions beside vaccines. And uh, I think we need a full arsenal uh, against uh, SARS-CoV-2 and, and COVID to make sure that we don't just have this one solution. And as we know, there will be another variant after Omicron and we need to be prepared for it. So we need treatment options is what you're suggesting. So sort of like this warp speed 2.0 on treatments like perhaps monoclonal antibodies. Why aren't we seeing more of this from this administration, do you think? 
Yeah, I think it's it's because there was this hope that with the vaccine rollout and this you know real big push by the administration to get 70% of the population vaccinated by July 4th of last year, that we would reach this magical herd uh, immunity um, and that then they could declare the, the war on COVID over. And unfortunately, the virus hasn't really uh, accommodated that. And so they really, in my mind, double and triple down on, on vaccines instead of thinking through a broader array of options, making sure we have a portfolio uh, of products, right? We, we still are woefully behind on testing. Uh, antivirals are a good new um, option that are just coming on board. Antibodies are there. But what we're seeing is uh, we need a portfolio of these these options because Omicron has shown us that at any given moment, a variant can come along and really um, mitigate the, the solutions and defenses that we've come up with. And you're currently working on getting approval for a drug that's in the midst of global trials. How do you expect this drug to help combat the virus as it does continue to, to mutate? What does the drug do? How does it work? Yeah, so monoclonal antibodies are uh, a product that have been around for, for quite some time. Uh, Adagio has uh, really strong science engineering to work on broadly neutralizing antibodies. If you think of a vaccine, right, a, a vaccine makes humans' immune system create antibodies to, to viruses, and we've uh, short-changed that step by just uh, going right to having antibodies, right? So we provide them, and this is especially important for folks who can't mount an immune response, people who are immunocompromised, even older adults who we know don't provide the same immune response to vaccines. So by giving you antibodies, we can have those circulating in your body right away um, and start to provide protection and uh, treatment for uh, against COVID-19. And your big hurdle right now, from what I understand, is the FDA, right? Because the job of the FDA is to make sure a drug is safe. So you still have to go through that whole panel right there. Would treatment options be safer than a vaccine? I'm not sure that they're safer. Um, really, there's always the safety and efficacy, right? It's those two elements of uh, evaluation. Now, the FDA has the challenging task of doing this and looking at it in light of the equation of risk and benefit, right? I mean, there are products for cancer that are given much earlier because there's no other option and, and people are facing imminent death. Here, of course, with vaccines, you're giving them to healthy individuals. You want to make sure that they are critically safe. You're giving them to millions and millions of people. Same with antibodies. And uh, they have a very strong safety track record. They need to be able to show efficacy and safety and be evaluated against that. However, we are in a situation right now where there's a shortage of uh, therapies, right? We have just a couple of antibodies that are deemed to, to work against Omicron. They're in short supply. They're in allocation around, around the, the country and around the world. And we have people hospitalized and dying who could really use uh, these treatments. And taking a look at where we currently are, David, what should Americans be prepared to see in the upcoming months when it comes to the COVID pandemic? Yeah, most experts believe that the pandemic will become endemic basically being like there isn't going to be a, a hard and fast end to it uh, we're going to have to live with it as an ongoing disease much like we see with the flu every year and, and others we think that over time of course we'll continue to develop uh, additional tools to, to fight it uh, we hopefully will be in a situation